Thompson. Kia ora. On the show today, we are chatting a career pathway at Barfoot & Thompson, talking with their team from their Property Management Training Academy. Welcome to Property Matters. Well, another Monday has flown by and my studio is filled today with good-looking people here to chat all about the Barfoot & Thompson Property Management Training Academy. Over the last few weeks, our guests have always talked about leadership and possible career paths in real estate. Last week, Jean was very hot on how good you can make it in the sales side. So this week, we thought we would chat about property management as a career path. And a little bit unique, the Barfoot & Thompson team have a training academy and here Joining us today is the fabulous Antoinette, Dante, Ethan and Paulina. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for Thank having you. us. It's great to have you here. And I am going to kick it off with you, Antoinette. Tell us a little bit about what your role is in all of this mischief. Hi, Stephen. Uh, so my role um, with the Barford and Thompson Training Academy is the Head of Property Management. So um, basically I'm responsible for managing the portfolio of which we do our training under. And also I am responsible for um, guiding the cadets that we train through their journey. Cool. So tell us about this journey. What is the Training Academy and why was it all set up? So property management can be... Um, a difficult role to start from scratch if you don't know what you're doing and so we recognise the gap where um, when people come um, into a brand new role it's really important that they can kind of hit the ground running Um, so in order to kind of bridge that gap the training academy was founded so that we can train up um, people from all different industries, different ages um, and get them trained up and ready um, to hit the ground running. Nice. And what I love about that, I guess, is, you know, so many times you hear people say, oh, I went for a job and I didn't have enough experience. So I guess this means they can come in with zero experience and end up getting the experience they need to then, do they end up in a branch at the end of this? Like, how long's the journey? Yeah, absolutely. So they um, they start with us and they'll be with us for up to six months, give or take, and then they'll get a permanent placement in a branch. In the nice. Long-term. So talk me through what sort of things are they going to learn in that six months? What's your job in training them? So they learn everything property management, and that's right um, from the beginning. They learn about letting, so renting out a property, um, learning how to do inspections, making sure that they're following best practice, um, how to do rent reviews, managing arrears, literally everything that we do as a property manager, maintenance, you name it. Also helping kind of with more interpersonal skills and like communication and difficult conversations, things like that. Yeah, I bet you have a few difficult conversations in, in property management. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we, we can get some pretty challenging situations come our way. Yeah. And so is it highly practical rather than sort of theory-based? They're actually out there out doing it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we really try to get a good mix of both. So um, they're coming in to learn. So um, the beginning, they do do a lot of theoretical learning. So we have some really robust um, programs that they go through. Um, and then as they um, gain in that theoretical knowledge, then we start to put in the practical stuff too. So then they start actually going out um taking over on terms of going out doing viewings, doing the inspections themselves. Um, so yeah. these are in real properties? They're not, or have you got a set of training houses that they're in? Yep, these are real properties and um, so they're out there 
doing doing the real thing, but um, under my guidance to make sure that we're still doing a really great job and kind of looking after our clients as well. It could be quite fun to have like um, fake houses set up for training that, you know, you can have a team of actors and one day they turn up and they're like causing noise and disruption and another time, you know, the, there's meth in the corner or, you know, like, this could be quite entertaining. Perhaps not. Perhaps not. I'm getting the look of. Perhaps not. No. Now, you started yourself in the academy and then ended up managing it. Did that mean you were able to shape it better because you've been on that journey yourself? Yeah, I I definitely think so. Um, It gave me a different perspective um, than somebody that would have come in that hasn't been a cadet themselves. So I was able to see what the challenges were as a cadet and and what it feels like to be in the shoes of a cadet. Um, Mm. And then having gone through, learned how to do property management myself, and then um, I think it makes um, me better at what I do um, to be able to support them through their journey. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, drawing from your own experience, what do you hope the cadets get out of the journey? What's the end goal for you? Is it simply a job in the branch or is it more to that? I think we we look at the really the the bigger picture. We want them to go out there and one day be a head of property management themselves, maybe a branch manager. Um, my personal goal for them is they come out um, with a wealth of knowledge about property management, um, so that they can start their next journey in a branch and um, also come out as part of our training academy family. Nice. What are you looking for in a cadet when you're interviewing? Sort of what sort of skills makes you know? We've got three in the room now. Why pick them? Um, yeah, that's a great question. So I think the biggest thing that we really look for is um, learning can be a bit of a humbling process and a lot of the people that come into the training academy have had careers in other places and so um, someone who's really looking um, and eager to to learn something new and someone that we can see is really passionate um, and wants to learn and wants a career in property mm. management. Does everyone learn differently? Does that mean you have to change to suit the person you've got at the time? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And um, that's a challenging but also really entertaining mm. part of the role, <laughs> um, really trying to adapt the um, the training to suit the needs of each cadet. Brilliant. All right. So, Ethan and Dante, you're two of the current cadets in the training academy. Um, Ethan, tell us first of all, how long have you been there? Uh, I've been in the property management centre for just over four months, just under four months, somewhere in that range. Excuse me. And Dante? Um, I've been with the team for about six months and a couple of days. All right. So you're the old man of the group. I like to call myself that. (laughs) What interested you about real estate or property management? Um, Honestly, I wanted to try something different from what I've been doing um, previously. And I saw the opportunity and I, I went for it. So if I can ask, as Antoinette so you, you know, alluded about so the sort of people they look for, what was the thing you were doing before this? Where did your journey come from? I was a basketball coach um, doing training for kids around uh, South Auckland region. So I was just there for the previous time. Nice. Basketball coach to property management. Yeah, it's a huge shift. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, your height will help, I'm sure, at eviction time. <laughs> Ethan, what about you? Why did you want to follow a career in real estate or property management? What what sparked it? Uh, I think I kind of like fell into the role, but different to most people. I didn't actually even apply for the role. I applied for a role at Mission Bay with the hop there, and then he said, maybe you're not suitable for this role, but passed my CV on to Stephen and Antoinette, and here I am. 
Brilliant. Okay. And what what had you done before this? Uh, I was at university, so I just finished my degree last year. So I was kind of in between, as well as I was working for a marketing agency that contracted to Barfoots already. So it kind of yeah, kind of fell into the role. Cool. So in your own words now, and forget for a second that your boss is sitting beside you, what does the journey look like from your point of view? What's what What is the journey that it's taken from day one to now? Yeah, I think that like it started out really theoretical. The first couple couple of weeks, maybe first couple of days or weeks was um, with some of our other trainers, learning kind of like the theory and the legislation behind property management, really like studying it, getting to know the systems, and then slowly but surely heading out and following the journey to viewings and inspections to exit inspections to yeah, just following the full journey from start to finish. What's been the favourite bit so far? My favourite bit so far? I think it's that call where I get to call someone and offer them the property. Oh, nice. Nice. Do you get a gut feeling when you're showing people around that, you know, these are the the people for me? Yeah, I, I, I think personally I do. You get, like, good feelings, bad feelings. Okay. In between feelings. Nice. I'm going to throw you both on the spot now because... <laughs> Over the last few weeks, we've had different property managers come through and talk about how to make an application stand out. So, Dante, Ethan, when you're looking at applications, what are you looking for to make them stand out? Any advice or tips and tricks? Uh, thank you for the question. Firstly, I look for, so welcome. For, for great references, you know, <coughs> um, employment reference, personal reference, even property reference, if they're good, you know, you have to have those witnesses in order for you to proceed in the next stage. That's how I find the perfect applicant for the property. Okay. Ethan, anything you need? For sure. I mean, what Dante said is 100% true. And then, like, just having everything, you know, having your IDs, specifically driver's license, back and front is one of the first things we, I always check for personally. But then having up-to-date pay slips, everything they, everything they can provide us that is reasonable to right. show. Right. Cool. So even though a lot of the information is optional, it's easier to just supply it all so you've got it there and you're armed then with everything you need. If possible, that mm. makes it nice and easy and convenient for everyone. Fair enough. Why do you think this method of on-the-job training is a successful one? Like, for you versus, you know, would you not just go out to a branch? When I started, I know Stephen said to me that... Um, I was told that people either sink or they swim. There's no in-between if you go straight out to a branch. But here in the, in the property management centre, with everyone around you, you're allowed to make mistakes. Right. And you learn on the job. And, you know, I think all kids here can say, you know, we made mistakes, mm. but mm. we learn from it. and we. It's a safe environment to do so. learn yeah, yeah. from it. Okay, cool, cool. What about you, Dante? Why do you think this sort of method of training works for you? I think um, coming from a very different job before and just jumping into this um like ethan said you get all the help that you can get um we have a legal advisor and like right next door to us so we can ask her whatever question that we have in mind and we also have a lot of trainers and we have our help right next to us so it helps us a lot to build that confidence in order for us to be the property managers that they expect us to be so a hop is a head of property management, is that right? Just so our audience understands yeah, yeah, yeah. your acronyms. Yeah, that's all right. It's a show that has lots of RTAs and things mentioned along <laughs> the way. So, Ethan, I understand you've been offered a role in a branch. So what happens now in your final part of training as you prepare for this? Yeah, so um, I'm just going through my assessments right now, so that's kind of the final thing. Oh, back at school fun. doing tests. Yeah, basically it feels like I'm back at university. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like a, it's a, the first stage of it, so there's two parts to it, and Dante's going through it right now as well. The first stage is like a self, 
self-assessment. So I've got like a nice big sheet of little things that I and little things that are coming into big things, and they're all just little parts of the journey, starting from entering someone in to like the management system, all the way to showing viewings and open open homes, I guess you could say, all the way to the end of signing someone up, and then I just have to go through and get, or me and Dante have to go through and get that stuff signed off by a per, by a trainer or by Antoinette. Cool. Dante, what have you loved most about your time at the Academy so far? Again, thank you for the question. What I love most is creating um, new relationships, and I guess this is what I told um, Antoinette when um, we were interviewing me for the job. I said, I love creating relationships, whether it's with my colleagues or with um, the applicants, people that are coming in a view. I'm looking forward to creating um, more relationships with owners when I go out to a branch, so it's been an amazing journey for me. Nice. Relationships, it's a lot about relationships in real estate. We've heard that a lot, whether it's sales or property management. How do you make a good relationship with the people you're working with? I guess communicating is one big key factor in creating those relationships. You know, um, you have to let that owner know that you really care about their property or their investment. Um, you are really eager to have them on your portfolio or whatever it takes to be able to keep their property up to standards. Nice, fair enough. Internet, does everybody pass or is there, you know, Dante mentioned the assessment process, does that determine whether you can move on to a branch? Yes, it's really important to us that the um, cadets that we send out to our branches are competent and ready to um, to take over their own portfolio when they go out into their new permanent role. Um, so those assessments are designed to be passed or failed and um, unfortunately not everybody um, has passed so far. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely something that um, we take seriously. Yeah, but that's good because that sort of sets the standard and that there is an expectation for um, a certain level before you send them out. And I guess that's to protect them as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Why do you, or what do you see, I guess, is the biggest advantage for a branch to take on a trained cadet versus someone just applying directly, say, from SEEK? I guess that comes back to what I mentioned earlier. It's just so much easier to have someone that's there to hit the ground running. We teach the cadets to best practice. So sometimes we get cadets that go into the branch and they're teaching the team that are already in there what to do because um, mm. they have little tips and tricks that, um, you know, they they might not know in the branch. So um, we've definitely had that feedback. So I think it's, it's um, really helpful to get cadets in. Brilliant. So, Polina, you are the most recent graduate of the Academy. Congratulations. Tell me, what is your role? Where are you based now? Yeah, so um, I am based currently in Stonefields, and um, contrary to the name, I only have a handful of Stonefields properties (laughs) because we've got another person who specialises in the office um, with that area, but I am mainly based central, say Mount Wellington, Ellerslie, those sorts of um, suburbs, and I'm loving it, no. I have to say. Yeah, and it's good to be um, back with the crew, um, yeah, with you guys here. Good to cool. see you all. So what did you enjoy most about your time at the Academy? Mm. I guess what you have already mentioned um, really resonated with me in terms of, you know, the training academy is really giving people that opportunity who don't have that experience to get into property management. And um, I realized that's exactly what I wanted in a job. So I was doing uh, 
retail beforehand and it got to a point where I didn't really know what to do and if I applied for certain jobs that I thought might be cool either I needed the experience for it or the degree for it and so I had neither so it seemed like I didn't really have a good chance um, but when I you know applied for a property management role with another branch they ended up directing me to you and so it turned out really good that um, yeah I got a chance to to be in a real safe environment where you can just learn and ask a million questions and Antoinette was very good with that I sat right next to her um, in the office so she was very very mm. kind and very generous with her time every time I turned around and I had a question she was very gracious with answering all of them so awesome what was the hardest part of the training or any obstacles yet to overcome yeah so that would be I'm quite a box ticking person <laughs> so for me I like to you know have my list of things to do and just tick it all off clear the plate but the thing with property management that I realized is you can never really clear the plate it's sort of you you might get quite close to it but eventually every day you get new tasks new emails new texts and phone calls and leaks and things like that so um it's coming to a place of just accepting that you you just do your best and then just you know learn to prioritize better um so that's been my main my main challenge no, i would say I've, it's definitely gotten a lot better and training academy um taught me a lot about that and once you got to a branch what is the thing about property management i guess that surprised you the most was there anything different once you're in the reality of the real world of doing it by yourself I guess owners are not as scary as I thought they were. <laughs> yeah, I had limited experience. Well, in the training academy, you get li- limited experience with talking to owners. I did get a little bit of that just before I left. But um, after joining, I on day one, I think I called the landlord and he was the nicest, nicest landlord ever. So I felt super welcomed, um, not only by the team, but by him. And so from there, it was just upwards learning to... Um, get used to talking to owners and just working with them to get things sorted around their properties and what's yeah. the transition period difficult going from the training academy where you've kind of sort of got that nurtured team around you to suddenly into a branch and running or did that just sort of continue at the branch just with different people it just continued surprisingly i didn't That's really cool. know what to expect yeah but it was a very seamless transition i think it helped that i was at the support center for seven months and so i think around that six month mark i was almost there but i just needed those few little tidbits um to you know to snag on to to carry with me and then once i joined it um flowed very smoothly and i had a really i have a really great team that supports me my head of property is amazing and he's very um yeah, he's been very hospitable and has helped me a lot that's cool. So, Antoinette, is there a flexibility of somebody, you know, Plainly just mentioned she got near the end and there was a few extra things. If you can see someone's nearly there, you can keep them longer than the six months? Yeah, absolutely. The goal yep. is to get them trained? Yep, yep. So we'll, um, through the assessment process, if we think that there's just um, a few more things that we need to work on and they're almost there, absolutely, they'll stay a little bit longer as long as we need to have them. Nice. Paulina, what... Would you recommend to another young person thinking about this as a a as a career path in property management and b should I do the academy or just apply for a branch? What's your recommendation as someone who's come out the other side? Yeah, I would definitely recommend this to any young person, especially if they have no idea what they're doing, which is very common among young people these days. Um, I think it's a really great career path, 
and I would say definitely go for it. I think going through the training academy is a better route than going directly to a branch because, at least judging from my experience, I think it would have been quite difficult because I see that at the at a branch people are trying to do their jobs while also training people, whereas here you've got that concentrated environment where you are really catered to to learn. So definitely, mm. definitely don't go to a branch straight away. <laughs> If someone's listening, think property management is all just inspections and viewing, showing people through the house and then checking them. What are some of the other things that you have to do over time? Lots of talking, lots of emails, lots of sending work orders and then figuring out the better solutions for things. You know, you've you've got a leaking fridge. Do you get a replacement part or do you get a replacement fridge and those sorts of things? Mm. It becomes a really collaborative process talking to owners and you're really not just, you know doing little menial tasks you're actually helping to um, take their property to the next level whether it's you know they're taking it through renovations or they're trying to make the home yeah safer and healthier and it's very fun (laughs) what do you love most about property management definitely talking to people i think it's so awesome now to finally have that freedom to talk to owners and tenants um so it's it's very fulfilling being able to establish long-term relationships. And I know I've only been at Stonefields for three months, but it feels, because you're constantly talking to people every single day, um, the same people. So it's it's been a really great time getting to know people and establishing those trust relationships. And I really can't wait to see what everything looks like in the future with my portfolio. As you take ownership of it? Yes. Yeah, cool. Cool. You proud, Antoinette, when you're hearing somebody that's left your academy and is speaking so confidently about her role and everything, that must be so cool. It's amazing. Um, it just makes my job worthwhile, even just as we were coming into the room, like she know, she's taking her phone and taking phone calls from tenants and owners. I was, yeah, definitely feeling like a bit of a proud mum moment. Is it quite hard, though, as a manager, because you've constantly got a cycle of staff? You just get to know them, get to like them, and then they're out the door. I mean, I guess the good thing, if you didn't like them, six months is their limit. But, um, you know, these guys seem pretty nice in the room. Yeah, they're pretty amazing, and um, I'm proud of all of them. And, um, yep, it's definitely hard to to say goodbye. And when Polina left recently, three months ago, it was um, sad, but more than that, what I always want for my team is for them to thrive and grow and I want to see them successful and that's definitely the best part of this job to see that happen. Awesome. Okay, so here's a tricky question. If you're writing the report card of Polina, so, you know, it's a final report to take home to her parents, what would the final principal's comments have been? You know, you know how they used to always say, you know, Ethan was very good at rugby and a great team player but he needs to not talk so much to the person beside you. know those lovely final couple of lines from the principal? What would Polina's have said? Oh, you're really putting me on the I spot am, here. I am, I know. listening into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say um, that Polina's final comments would be always enthusiastic and positive. Oh, nice. Enthusiastic oh, and positive. You. That's cool. And, and the interim report on Ethan and Dante... Their one-liner? Um, man, you're really throwing me in yeah. now, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> um, 
Ethan's interim report card would be um, also very enthusiastic, to be honest. Um, and I think Dante's, by the looks of him, would have to be best dressed award. Oh, definitely. You know, yes, he gets the best dressed. Turns award. up to school best dressed <laughs> by the looks of it. Um, and um, Dante's um, card would say. Gentle Giant. Gentle Giant. Yes. That's nice. That's sweet. That's sweet. Okay. So the three of you now, have you had any funny stories so far? Anything that's happened out there that you were like, oh, I've got to get back and tell the team? Obviously, being conscious, we are live on radio. So, you know, language and all of that. But but is there anything that you've had that you can't believe? Oh, it's radio silence. Yeah, um, I think uh, one of my first few inspections with Antoinette, we were going out, um, she was just showing me how inspections go and <coughs> whatnot. Um, it was really interesting and I had my welcome to the industry moment. So What was it? Come <laughs> on, what was it? There's a lot of looks, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. around the room. I'll put Kelly um, tell the story. Better but work go, stories. Go, go for it, go for it. So, um, I had to go back to the team, and I was the first one to break the news. But we were going to a property, and um, we had to knock twice or three or four times. Um, we called out Barford and Thompson. No one was coming to the door, and um, but we heard the shower was going. So we knew someone was inside, so we walked away, and I said, we should just go back. Um, we rattled the door lock with the key and opened it, and we said... Barford and Thompson, um, Antoinette said uh, to walk in and just see if anybody's home. Um, I kept calling out Barford and Thompson, but when I walked in and I had a peek in the bedroom and um, one of the tenants was just lying there uncovered. Okay. <laughs> it was a really funny Asleep or awake? Yeah, um... I think he was both, so... Both asleep and awake. <laughs> okay, so in a, in a perhaps drug-like state? Yeah, most probably, because I'm pretty sure he heard us knock, but he wasn't really bothered with us. But he, we did end up um, doing an inspection, and we got what we wanted to, to do at the property, so... That's funny. Internet, we do live in a world of shift workers these days, so I bet... Does that happen a bit where you come in and people are asleep? Because, they, you know, they're home and they're working at night? Yeah, I mean, this was quite an unusual yeah. situation, like to it. be so. honest, because we really were knocking the, on the door to make sure that we were heard. Um, so it, it was a little bit of a strange situation, but definitely we do have um, some shift workers, but usually they're pretty quick to let us know that, can you come in the afternoon yeah, because I'm going to be sleeping time. in yeah, the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we, we usually do um, really appreciate when tenants let us know. Ethan, Polina, any funny stories? Nothing. Nothing yet? Nothing as good as that, that's for sure. I think there are a lot of stories that I hear other people <coughs> having, especially Antoinette, but <laughs> I can remember one that we had, and it was actually with Dante and I, so we were both there doing, I believe it was an entry inspection and a block of units that we have. And what ended up happening was we had this one neighbour, he would constantly forget to take his rubbish and put it onto the street. So he would always have these food containers that they, that would harbour 
lots of flies and lots of maggots, lots of worms. So it was very, you know, not pleasant. Um, but the next door neighbor um, in the flat next door, she would not be happy with that because it kept happening. So one time we sort of rounded the corner and we see her muttering to herself, who knows what, but she got her hose out and she started spraying the rubbish. She started spraying the door and the window of the neighboring unit. And we just sort of stood there and we thought, oh, hello, can we talk to you, please? So it was, it was one of those weird situations. You kind of, you don't know how to say it, but you're sort of like, can we please come Yeah, being very careful. Um, have any of you seen the TV show Renters? Did you have you watched that before coming into this no. job? No. Have you watched it? I've heard about it, but I've not watched not, it. Oh, you must. I, you I must. I feel like I've... It's set in Dunedin, and it's very much... It's a company doing property management inspections, but it's all sort of university rental properties. So, I mean, they are trashed, you know. It doesn't really reflect, I'm sure, the true... I mean, it would put people off investing. It's it's bizarre. I think you should create a training academy renter's version that's a little bit calmer. Okay, the odd baby naked person in the room. Sorry, don't you? <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I would be fascinated to see what you think of it watching it. Is it just for TV? Is it for real? Because it's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. So going around the room now, where would you like to be in the company in the next five or ten years? Cadets and cadets that have graduated. Um, Polina, where would you like to be in five or ten years' time? I think that's always the hardest question. Because you never know, right? Who knows what's going to happen in five years' time? Honestly, I still see myself as a regular old property manager with a good reputation with my owners and doing giving them an excellent service. And I imagine the job gets easier the longer you do it because you're more, more experienced but also those relationships with the landlords and tenants will get easier <coughs> if they're consistent. Yeah, well, I hope so. Cool. Ethan, five to ten years' time. You pushing Peter Thompson out of his seat? What's happening? <laughs> I think between five and ten years I'd really like to be a head of property management. In some kind of branch role, for sure, 100%. Cool. Dante? Yeah, I'm going with Ethan as well. You know, I've seen the way Antoinette um, has handled her portfolios and how she just gives us what we need to do in order for us to to work together as a team. You know, I feel like I can take that challenge up, and I'm always up for a challenge, so head of property management somewhere. Nice. Okay, I'm going to open this question to anybody in the room. Tips for people renting. So your three monthly inspections coming up. I've had the letter arrive. What sort of things as a tenant should I be thinking about before you come? How can I impress my property manager and my landlord? What sort of things can I be doing? Mow the lawns. Pull the weeds out. Cool. Keep them coming. I think it's very important to let us know what some of the issues are at the property rather than us just finding it when we do the inspections. And do you mean like things that need repairing or any damage that you may have done or both? Yeah, both. Um, we'd rather just you tell us there's a hole in the wall. My child, you know, kicked it rather than us just, why did you put this couch there and we move it and then there's a hole in that wall. <laughs> why is that painting unusually low on the, on the side? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Any other tips and tricks? I think it would be just letting us know if like it doesn't work for you. Because I'm sure we've all had at least one experience of coming somewhere and they're not ready or not prepared and then it's just everyone's time has been wasted. Okay. Um, property ventilation is, I think, a big one. So um, 
if you've got mould, keeping that clean. Um, and then also having some open windows always looks good. Mm. Showing that you're ventilating the property. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Do you get many landlords that want to come along with you to have a look, or is it pretty much, no, they're trusted to you now? For the most part, we're trusted to do that, but um, I do encourage landlords to come once in a while because sometimes what you see in an inspector yeah. report is not quite um, what it feels like when you're going into your property in reality. So it's good to just kind of do a check-in, I don't know, once a year, once every couple of years. Now, it's been a crazy couple of years with COVID and then floods and cyclones and I don't know what else we've had. Plague of locusts yet? Not yet. Um, what's it like sort of steering a training academy when things like COVID hits? You can't go out. I'm guessing you were a cadet during COVID. What was it like? Um, it's, it was, I mean, it, it's a challenge in the sense that we aren't able to do inspections and viewings the same way that we normally can. So during COVID um, for viewings, we had to do videos and send out those videos so people could kind of get a gauge on what the property looks like, which in reality we don't like to rent properties to people unless they've physically viewed the home. So that is a challenge Mm. Um, in terms of leading the team. um, So I really just, um, like everybody else, um, leaned into um, technology and did Zoom calls and... um, you know, having regular check-ins and I think um, it worked really well and definitely during the recent floods um, where we all had to stay home, we did the same thing. It just felt like I was back in COVID again. Um, But um, they're a great team and um, like I said, everyone's really enthusiastic to learn and um, they will pick uh, pick up the phone and everybody's ready to make phone calls, check in on tenants, make sure everybody's okay. I remember Paulina helped um, a lot with that at that time. So um, yeah, no, fantastic team and we all just work together and it, and it works really well. Nice. Do any of you um, find that it got easier for tenants to just say, oh, I've got COVID so you can't come? Did, was there a little bit of that, that or still happening out there? For sure, 100%. People were saying they got sick or got COVID or doesn't work for them. Yeah, that must make it tough because you'd be spending your life rescheduling. Yeah, it- it is a bit of a challenge because, um, you know, a lot of portfolios do have properties in different parts of Auckland, so you try to schedule them to make your time as efficient as possible, and then when you get people pulling out um, of inspections, probably they're just not ready, but don't want to say that, so they it's easy to use um, excuses such as I have COVID. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it does make our life a bit tricky, but, you know, that's just part of the job, and we run with it and um, just keep going. What's been the most enjoyable part about running the academy? I think, um, like I mentioned earlier, the, the, for me the, the most enjoyable part is the team that I work with. Um, I just love seeing them come in um, as an empty bucket and mm-hmm. then the enthusiasm that they have to learn um, and then grow and as they become more competent and capable slowly takes the load off me as well a little bit or a lot over time um, and then to see them flourish and go out into the world with their own branches and to see them um, successful in their roles and excited to see what comes of them all in the future so yeah that's definitely my favourite part of the role Very cool. Alright you three we've only got a couple of minutes to go and I'm going to put you through your paces now you're going to get a one minute pitch Okay, of why people should 
have their property managed by you in your best training academy sales pitch ever. Why should people, and no pressure, Polina, but you can actually take them and manage them tomorrow. These guys are still training, okay? But if you could pitch why, so, and, and I guess I'm curious from your angle of what you've seen already, if you're an investor, why should you get your property managed rather than doing it yourself? Okay, who's going to go first? Dante's offering, excellent. <laughs> no choice. So, Dante, your one minute pitch. Dante's property management service through Barford and Thompson. Advert take one. Choose us as your property managers, as we will take care and we will take good care of your properties. We will also take good care of the people that we want to hand over your property to. And I want you to know, and like, like I said to one of the people that I've talked to um, regarding you know bringing new businesses in. It's the same thing that the famous Jordan Belfort said, is to judge us not by our winners, but by our losers, as we have so few. <laughs> oh, nicely done. All right, nicely done. Okay, Ethan? How oh, I meant to follow that one up. If I was going to give a one-minute pitch, I would just say, you know, pick Buffett and Thompson. If you look at how long, you know, we're celebrating our 100th year this year. There's a reason we've been around for 100 years, and it's because we have the best people. I mean, look, we've got a legal advisor. We've got a whole team training us on best practices. We know what we're doing. We're going to put the best people in your property. We're going to do our absolute best to look after it, make sure everything's looking good. And, you know, it's a big investment in our property, and I understand that it's probably hard to give over your home. But at the end of the day, we're going to look after it. We're going to do our best. We're going to look after you as well. Oh, nice. They're very nice, Anthony. A couple of times this legal advice has been mentioned. Is is this a bit unique to Barf and Thompson, having someone, just a, a legal expert on tap? Yes, <coughs> yes, that is unique. And literally what they say is true. Our, um, our legal advisor sits in the office right next to us and she has a wealth of knowledge and we've definitely needed her for some curly situations we've had come our way. So um, definitely um, really helpful to have her. Brilliant. All right, Polina. Stonefields Branch, your pitch. All right, here we go. Well, I think you should go with me because I truly believe in my ability to offer you a very excellent service. I really care about every single owner that I have and every single investment property that they have and bringing in the best value uh, from their investments. So I will take care of all of your business. I will look, make sure your tenants are happy and sorted. And if you have any concern about the fact that I'm new, you've got the wealth of the office that I work with and all of the experience that they have. So when you get me, you get the whole village. Awesome. And people can track you down at buffett.co.nz forward slash Stonefields. Anthony, just very quickly, how can people apply to come and join your academy? Uh, you can head to seek.co.nz and search for Barfoot and Thompson. You'll find our current advert for property management assistance there. Um, also, we would love it if you do apply, if you could send us through a video. Um, so um, Dante here, also um, when he was going through his recruitment process, um, did submit a video for us and it put him at the top of the pile and that's why he is here where he is now. Awesome. Guys, I wish you all the best success in your career. It sounds like a fantastic pathway. Well done, Antoinette, for managing them so well. Thank you, guys, for coming in on Property Matters this week. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for having Thank us. You. Thank you. Remember, you can catch past episodes. And this one, if you want to listen again on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple and Samsung Podcasts. Have an amazing week. We will catch you again next week. Goodbye.